0: Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. This week's podcast, we're going to do something similar to a podcast we did before, which is a podcast designed to help you when you're on your way to the court. So you put this podcast on when you're on your way to the court, get some tips uh, to help you not just feel better when you get out there and as you're playing, but also to help you play better. Remember that when you have a calm mind, it's a double benefit. You'll feel better, you'll be happier and just feel better about the experience, but you'll also play better. So there's that pragmatic side to it as well, where you're going to play better if you feel better when you're out there. This week, we're going to cover two topics. One, I'm going to give you several tips to help you perhaps not beat yourself up when you're out there. Avoid getting too down on yourself or being too hard on yourself when you're out on the pickleball court. Then we're going to jump into, in the riff, we jump into Controlling the games that you're playing and and not playing, and that's going to be pretty important. So basically determining what games you want to play and what games you don't want to play. Hopefully these tips will help you today as you play Pickleball. What we recommend is that you save or tag this podcast so that you have this episode available next time you go out to the courts. Let's jump into the podcast. Pickleball, like life, has inflection points. Those times when the light bulbs just go on and you see everything better. It's the same with pickleball sometimes those light bulbs will go on and you're gonna play better if you're ready to turn on the lights of pickleball join us inside the pickleball system class is open for registration it's only a limited amount of time i don't know when you're listening to the podcast so i can't tell you exactly when but it's pretty soon i'm going to put a link below go to the pickleballsystem.com and join us for our next class let cj and i show you how to turn on the lights we'll see you in class CJ and I have been up in Cincinnati teaching camps this week. And while we're up here, I was able to observe some play at the local play at the facility we were in. And what struck me was an exchange or a situation that occurred. And it wasn't a, a huge deal, but it just struck me as perhaps being uh, something that that the player might have been better off avoiding or would have enjoyed the day better had she avoided it. And it's just, it can be a detrimental way to for yourself, right, to to think about things when you're out on the pickleball court and what happened was the player missed a shot right or popped the ball up did something that she didn't want to do right and that happens it happens to everybody it happens to you it happens to me and when it hurt when it happened I heard the player apologize to her partner a couple of times say a couple of things about apology and then she got on herself she said stop that I forget her name but say stop that you know fill in the name right and so it felt like she was being pretty hard on herself over something. And I, I, I wasn't able to see the rally. I hadn't witnessed the rally. But whatever it was, it can't be that important. It can't be that, um, not important, but it can't be that big of a deal, right, to start getting down on yourself about that. So what I wanted to do today was give you some tips that perhaps you can use while you're out there to that you know that might help you avoid that kind of, you know, Getting down on yourself or beating yourself up and getting being too hard on yourself. And the first tip that I that I thought of is, you know, unless you're doing the next thing that I'm going to tell you about, unless you're doing number two on this list, and that we have five points we're going to talk about, so this is point number one. Unless you're doing point number two that we're going to talk about in a minute, the other players on the court with you don't have the mental bandwidth. They don't have space in their mind to notice what you what you're what you're worried about. What you got to remember is that standard pickleball court, four players on the court, every player on that court is busy in their own world. In other words, their brains are so busy with what's going on to them, happening to them, they don't have space to figure out what happened to you, right? We think, you know, we missed that shot or we popped the ball up. The whole world's watching us. What dummies we are. Everybody, you know, people are mad at us or they hate us or whatever we're thinking, right? I got to tell you, I got news for you. Those other players, those other folks out there, they don't have the bandwidth to figure out that the, you know, the, the, the to notice what you did right or what you did wrong in this case. So don't worry about what others think about the shot that you just missed or the thing that you just did, because I'm virtually certain I'm, I'm going to almost virtually guarantee you that they don't even notice it. That it's not that important to them. So. Don't, and this will segue to number two, don't make a big deal of it because you don't need to make a big deal of it. They haven't noticed it. Now, number two is, the only way that they're really noticing it, if they're noticing, you know, your quote unquote mistakes or your quote unquote errors is because you're harping on them all the time. You're, you know, you're continually saying things like, I always do that. Or, you know, when you miss a shot or I can never hit that shot or I always pop the ball up, right? So now what are you doing with that you're telling the other players that you always pop the ball up or that you always miss that shot or that you don't know how to hit that or you can't hit that or things like that so basically what you fear in number one being you know everybody thinks that i'm you know that i'm a screw up that i can't do it right whatever um doesn't happen unless you make it happen so advice number one is don't worry about the others. They're not even noticing what's going on. They're too busy with their own minds and their own in their own worlds. But two don't make it so that they notice it by talking about it all the time and by telling them probably repeatedly saying I, I always miss that or I never can do this right because then then they're going to notice. Then you're creating the situation that you're trying to avoid. Now getting past those things for a second so getting past that kind of concept Really important for you to understand when you're out there, when you're pick, when you're playing. Think of it like this: think of your pickleball play as your pickleball journey. In other words, it's yours; you own it, right? The good and the bad. And so, let's not worry about what others think, what others are, you know, talking about. You might think or whatever. You're, you're out there, you're a human being, you're entitled to be out on the pickleball court, you're in, you're, you have every right to play pickleball, just as they do, so do you. So get out there, you know, when you're out there playing, enjoy yourself out there, understand that this is, this is your journey, this is your pickleball, your pickleball play, and your pickleball journey, and hopefully that'll help you. Understand that you have ownership over, over your pickleball life, so to speak. Don't let others live it for you, that's yours. Another thing I, I, I um, think might be helpful to you when you're when you're starting to go down this path of potential negativity is perhaps consider finding a thing to focus on that isn't the negative, right? Isn't the the screw-up or the mistake that you can continue to direct your attention to and that is also going to be helpful to you long-term playing the game. I'll give you a couple of examples Of relatively easy examples here that you can use, or if there's other ones you can, if there's other ones that come to mind to you that are important to you, you can use those as well. But for example, a simple one is, I am going to hit my balls over the net. We did a couple of videos in Into Pickle explaining the importance of the net, giving you some suggestions on how to avoid the net. But consider, uh, consider focusing on a productive metric or a productive goal like that. Like I'm simply going to clear the net as I as I play. I'm going to try and avoid hitting balls into the net. That is a very specific thing. It keeps your mind occupied on something positive, something that's going to help you play better anyway. Uh, and it keeps you off of distractions like, you know, I'm worried about this or I'm worried about that because you're now you have a focus on clearing the net. You can also use it with things like I'm going to try and reduce the amount of my swing, right? Most players, most big ball players have swings that are too long, too big. Can I make my swing more compact? So, really focus on noticing when you have excess swing. The biggest part is usually the back swing, meaning from the point of contact with the ball backwards. So, reaching, you know, pulling the paddle back and then hitting the ball. Try and minimize that. If you give your brain those kinds of jobs, right? Let me focus on these things. You'll be less focused on the you know, oh, I just missed a shot. And then that, and then you go down that, you know, that that negative rabbit hole, uh, th- you know, imagining all these catastrophes from missing that one shot. Keep focused on the positive thing that'll help you. It'll help you calm your mind and also improve your game. And the last thing I would suggest is, you know, if all else fails, right? It's just, you know, you're rain, you just, it's hard to rein it in. You're, you're still worried about everybody else. You think they're thinking about you, even though they're not. You can't stop from, you know, reminding them about your mistakes, you can't find something to focus on, Uh, you're not taking ownership of your pickleball play. In other words, you're letting others kind of dictate for you. There's like a safety hatch, right? Or an emergency uh, string you can pull, emergency uh, uh, release you can pull. Find something to be grateful for off the court. So take your focus away from whether your shots Are good or bad going forward, and focus instead on something as simple as it's a beautiful day today. You know, I'm happy to be on the court. I'm so happy my friend John, my friend Jane, my friend, you know, Bob or Mary are here today, and I was able to see them. Uh, You know, be grateful for the fact that you're playing pickleball at all, that you're able to be on a pickleball court. Um, You know, I like to tell my friends when they're feeling down, I always say to them, I'm like, Did you have breakfast today? And invariably, they say yes. Then I say, You're having a good day. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, eating is what we got to do, right? I mean, there's, there's, uh, it's sad, but there are folks in the world who don't have, you know, don't, are, are food insecure or haven't been able to eat today. And so if you ate today, you're doing pretty good already. And if you're playing pickleball, right? If you have the time and the, and it's great, right? But if you have the time and the ability and the, and the, and the wherewithal to play pickleball, be grateful for that. So, you know, when you're being grateful, for the things around you, um, you'll feel calmer. It'll calm you down. It'll also make you feel better, right? Just generally better. And here's the thing. You feel better, that in and of itself is amazing. That's fantastic. But you feel better, you play better. So if you keep on feeding that, that positive feedback cycle, that feedback loop between I feel better, I play better. You play better, you feel better, and you keep on going. You find you use these techniques to kind of get you, not kind of, but to get you back on track. And hopefully you'll be able to keep your mind calmer, keep yourself more at peace in terms of what's going on on the pickleball court. And not worry so much about, uh, you know, a mistake here and there. And definitely, you know, trying to avoid, you know, use these techniques to avoid beating yourself up when you're out on the pickleball court. Uh, because that is not why you're out there to play. All right, so that said, let's uh, take a little break and then I'm going to come back in a second. In the Riff, we're going to talk about how to manage or how to control your games today and what you can do to avoid those unpleasant situations out on the pickleball court. Stay tuned for the Riff. Most pickleball players spend a lot of time thinking about and comparing pickleball paddles. But you know what's more important than a pickleball paddle? Your shoes. Are you wearing the right kind of shoes to play pickleball in? If you're not sure, consider trying out shoes that are designed and made specifically for pickleball. roll shoes are the shoes that CJ and I both wear out on the pickleball court. Remove any doubt about whether the shoes you're wearing are right for pickleball. Check out Tyrell shoes. I'll put a link in the show notes. Protect your most valuable asset out there, your body, with the right shoes. Wear the right shoes and play longer on the court. The issue I want to address in the riff is an issue that seems to crop up more and more, and it crops up in different. There's different contexts in which it crops up, and we wrote a blog post about this concept. You can check it out at our website, wearepickleball.com, under the blog called "No Thank You." Um, it it really resonated with a lot of pickleball players, and in that case, we were talking about a situation where a it was just a dis. It's a disagreeable player disagreeable to the level that it's just not good for you to be on the court with them, just no benefit really to you. And so what do you do? And our recommendation was simply to say, no, thank you, right? To, to decline the invitation to play. There's no requirement that you play with that player. Recently, we received a question from a listener that had to do with how to deal with, you know, younger players coming into the, you know, kind of taking over the, the play, if you will. You know, bangers—they're running all over the place, jumping all over the place, and the impact that has on players who are older and maybe don't have the mobility, maybe the the reaction times to deal with some of the shots coming at them and things like that. So, how do you deal with that? Now, there's a couple different ways you can deal with it as a facility. You can you know have certain courts for this and certain courts for that. Courts for that you can you can allocate courts by age. There's other things you can do, right? But what I wanted to talk about was about the agency that you have as a pickleball player in determining the games in which you play and do not play. So going back to the blog that, that we had written, uh, that we wrote, and you can, you can read it at your, at your leisure, that blog started from the premise or the idea that you have agency, you have power, you have control over who you play pickleball with. You don't simply have to go out on the pickleball court with someone who is either, you know, negative to you or dangerous to you, you know, mentally or, or physically, uh, emotionally, and play pickleball with them. You can simply decline. And it's the same thing here. If there's a court where one or more players uh, are playing in a manner that you believe is, you know, can cause you harm in any way, right? Physical harm. In this case, mostly physical harm, it sounds like, from the the... the question but if that situation arises simply you know you can be be polite about it and just decline to play there decline to play on that court I will tell you that me personally in the courts that I play at there are a few players who are who hit the ball hard and out of control I don't have a problem with players hitting the ball hard at me I but I don't necessarily want to be on the court with somebody in a rec game when that player is playing out of control Just smashing balls in any direction at any time. I don't particularly want to get hit with a ball in my face or in my, you know, my upper body and things like that or other places. Uh, And so, players who are just out of control um, and they don't, it doesn't add anything. It doesn't do anything for me to play there. I don't, I don't get anything out of that game. And so, I will politely decline to play whenever that situation arises. Whenever that that format arises, when someone says, "Do you want to join this court?" I simply say no. I'll Sometimes I'll say I have something to do. Sometimes I'll say, no, no, thank you. And I'll move on with my life. So when you're asked to play in a situation that you do not feel comfortable playing in, no matter the circumstances, right, then you can decline to play. Now, I want to be clear about something. I am not suggesting to you that you not play because the players are not at your level. In other words, no, I'm not going to play there because those players are not at my level. I would respectfully suggest to you or submit to you that that is perhaps not consistent with the spirit of sportsmanship, the spirit of our game, the spirit of just living in a society. Am I saying that you have to play all the games all day long with players at any level no matter what? I'm not suggesting that. What I am suggesting though is that let's say you're a 3.5 or a 3.0 and there are some 2.5s that are going to be playing in the group. And so, you know, you may, you may just rotate in sometimes a few times with them. Again, I would respectfully submit that you not decline those games. Because, well, let me just bend a little bit. I wasn't planning on doing that, but let's go ahead and hit it. Because they, not just because it's the right thing to do, but do it also because those players that today are not at quite at your level, tomorrow, hopefully will be at your level and you're basically helping to generate players that you can play with in the future so this is to be clear it's not about not playing with players who are not at your level it is talking about when you're playing in a situation that is going to be detrimental to you physically mentally or emotionally so exercise your agency and you have control out there it'll make you feel much more confident when you're out there making decisions all right that's this week's podcast and the bonus episode again star this or tag this so that you have it available to you when you're heading out to the courts Um, if you have a tendency to be hard on yourself when you're out there try and listen to this podcast before you head out to the courts and hopefully it'll help you uh, gain some better perspective and not and avoid doing that avoid beating yourself up and and being hard on yourself and also understanding that you have agency in terms of the games that you play in hope you enjoyed the podcast and uh, if you enjoyed it rate and review it if you can and as always, if you share it with your friends, if you enjoy the podcast, they probably will too. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.